All right, Monday, 5 o'clock. You know what time it is. It's time to hit the books, part of the Hammer Betting Network, alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Joey Kanish, producer extraordinaire uh, Zach Phillips. I'm merely Brad Powers. Before we recap a great, finally great week seven of college football, at least as far as the bets go, uh, before we look ahead to the big matchups for week eight of college football, let me remind everybody that Hit the Books is brought to you by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Download the app today. If you're looking to sign up for a new sports book account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash hit the books, or you can hit the link in the description. If you sign up through this page, it does help support the show. Kanish. We finally got off the mat a little bit. Uh, we had a really good week as far as the bets go. Uh, speaking of winning, I mean, I, I used to always start the show off with this. I, I'll, for, for you longtime listeners, I'll throw back a little bit here. I mean, all your buddy does is win, cover. My goodness, them Detroit Lions look pretty good, bud. I don't even know why we why, why don't we just get on here and scream Lions lay it whatever the point spread is I mean another cover another <laughs> double digit cover I this day this team ain't slowing down baby uh I mean they've got a real path and again knock on I got knock on every piece of wood I have here um they got a real path to the one seed. I mean, they have, and again, I'm not saying they're the best team in the NFC. Yeah. I'm saying that they have by far the easiest schedule uh, and the easiest division to be able to get there. So um, we'll see. Hopefully keep it rolling. I know uh, probably I would say their toughest remaining game this week, maybe second toughest, depending on uh, how the Chargers look in a few games, but on the road at Baltimore, but they're coming back from London. So We'll see. Goff, Goff. I mean, Goff is playing. Who's playing better football than Jared Goff, baby? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, Mush, now. Uh, I, listen, I'm trying to keep <laughs> it in check, Rocco. I'm trying to keep it in check. We're trying to stay uh, trying to stay re- relevant here. But, um, I mean, they just every week are uh, putting together, uh, a, you know, quality performance. When's the last playoff win? I think it was 90... One, I think. 90, it, they beat uh, the Cowboys yeah. in the divisional round and lost to the Redskins in, in the, the NFC, NFC Championship, championship. Yeah. by like 60. Yeah, no, it was that Doug, uh, uh, I got to forget his last name, but that Redskins quarterback, they ended up winning the Super Bowl that year. But um, nah, Rippin was the quarterback there for Washington. Uh, Doug was uh, three, four years before that. Okay, I'm, old. okay. I'm older than you, man, so I remember. I was actually a big Lions fan at the time, uh, going to the games and stuff as a young kid. But um, time to get back on the bandwagon, baby. Yeah, I do like that team. All right. Speaking of likes, uh, you know, uh, let's recap a little week seven college football. Uh, not only best bets, but uh, also w- what you saw. I mean, we did have a, a big winner on the biggest game of the week. We had Washington money line. Good job by you recommending the money line. So the point spread, because anybody that pretty much bet that game throughout much of the week probably pushed whether you bet Oregon or Washington. There were some three and a halfs out there. Uh, and d- during uh, certain points of the week, but uh, good on you for taking the money line there. What'd you see in the Washington Oregon game? Because I, I gotta be honest with you, uh, came away a little bit more impressed with Oregon than Washington. But my goodness, Dan Lanning for the you, anal- hey, the analytics crowd loves Dan Lanning. I'd like to see, I'm okay with the aggressiveness, I just like to see some uh, better conversion rate 
on fourth down because this is the third big game in two years where he's been like basically an offer as far as the fourth down decisions go. So uh, but what would you see in that big game? Yeah, I know what, you know what, I think this is uh, obviously two best teams in the Pac-12, probably, you know, maybe the game of the season, uh, loved every second. I yep. I will say I'm a supporter of the, the landing distance. The only one, maybe a little bit of question that right before half, instead of taking the points, and I think he said that in the press conference today, oh, we probably should have kicked there. Um, other than that, I, I love, especially going for the win there uh, when Washington was out of timeouts instead of punting yep. um, to me, and then. You scored, they scored so quick, you had time to come back down and get a field goal to send it to yeah. OT. So I like the decisions. I, I mean, the difference was that Michael Penix, uh, you know, might be the, the best player in college football this year. And, and that, that was the difference. I think Oregon player to player, probably a, a better team overall. Um, if, if you wanted to go up and down the roster, not, not by a wide margin, but I mean, Penix, he, he took some shots. He was banged up in that game. Uh, and then just the last drive, a couple of absolute dimes to win it. So. Fantastic game. Glad we were on uh, the right side of that one there. Um, and you'd have to say, uh, I know I, I saw the Connolly article come out today. He's definitely in pole position for the Heisman. Now they got a lot of tough games left. The thing is, does he have mar does he have margin? You know what I'm saying? Can he drop one yeah. of these? He'll get there. I think that's the the biggest question. Obviously, if they win out, he's the winner. It's yeah, lose a game. Which game could it be? Um, you know, does he deserve to be a minus favorite versus everybody else? I mean, it's tough because you got you got Dylan Gabriel, who I don't know when oh. Oklahoma's going to lose. You got J.J. McCarthy, who I don't know when Michigan's going to So that's the problem is even if he keeps putting up these stats, if they drop a game late and you got a couple other undefeated guys, I don't know. So the race is it's very intriguing. Uh, I, I can't – I know our, our friend, the, the tent here, uh, is not – it does not uh, – hopefully for him it does not Penix go, but – that, that would be the biggest issue is if they drop a game late, um, where do, does, does he still get the votes? Where does it disperse to? Should be a fascinating finish here for the Heisman. Um, Cause most years you're talking about like, you know, by this time it's pretty slim down. I think, I think you still yeah. got four five, six quarterbacks that are in this. I do too. Uh, shameful on me. I do. I do not have a Gabriel ticket. So that would me, be me a, either. Oof, that would be a big time loser if he ends up winning it. Uh I will say he doesn't have a lot of big, high-profile games down the stretch. That I think that hurts him. I think J.J. McCarthy having the Penn State and Ohio State games will help him. Uh, Penix having big games uh, against questionable defenses, too. I, I think he can, provided like he throws for 450 yards and Washington loses a shootout. I think he might have a little bit of error if that's the case. Uh, let's talk about a guy that probably lost the Heisman Trophy on Saturday night. Uh, and I also lost some bets on USC. We lost one of our very few losers was uh, the rush total on Caleb Williams, but he had the holding 35 yard TD called back by holding. Uh, that was, yeah. and I, I knew it as soon as that happened. Now, granted, he did take a lot of sacks, but um, yeah. that one would have, and I said, oh, we're in and then saw the flag down and uh, knew it was, knew it was trouble from there. Um, regardless though, that, that wasn't the, that wasn't the worst thing to happen to USC on Saturday though. Uh, I tell you that. Yeah, I mean, I I really, unless he just goes out, they went out, which they won't, in my opinion. Um, no. And he he lost the Heisman Trophy uh, last night. And that was one of the reasons why I didn't bet him. Not necessarily that I predicted they'd get blown out in Notre Dame. I just think, you know, you get you get a different level of scrutiny being the defending Heisman Trophy winner. There, there's a reason why there's only been one repeat winner. So uh, SC took a major uh, hit, <laughs> to say the least. I, my bankroll took a hit because I bet the Trojans. 
Uh, any other games catch your eye other than uh, the, some of the best bet winners or uh, anything that, uh, you know, I would say power ratings wise, Wisconsin losing to Iowa and losing uh, Mordecai. That's exactly where I was going to go. Uh, yeah. was, I mean, to compound on your point on the USC, it wasn't just, you know, we thought USC was going to lose that game. It was some weather. Notre Dame runs it pretty high. Notre Dame, I, I, their offense didn't even really light it up that much. It was no. UA, it was a bunch of Caleb Williams mistakes. And you know what? I, I mean, their offense didn't, it, it just didn't look in sync. And it's been a little bit, you know, ever since they played the first few weeks. I don't know. I mean, USC might have another, like not just one loss coming up. They might have a couple more on the uh, the schedule if they don't get some of that corrected. Um I, I tell you, but I was that's exactly where I was gonna go was I was gonna do it again. Like they're going I don't know how they're gonna do, but they're going to do it again. They somehow Mordecai gets knocked out, they have 30 passing yards, they win the game they need to win, they don't play Michigan, they don't play Ohio State, they can probably ugly their way up uh and still have some margin in some of these uh you know, down the stretch here with losing a game or two. It's just discuss. I mean, what's the Big Ten championship spread going to be? 38? Like, I mean, this, I don't know. I don't know how they do it year after year. This is one I just, I couldn't believe that as I was watching. Um, and, and it was, and once you saw Mordecai go out, and I know the BP uh, was all over Illinois early yesterday. I agree with that. We had somebody in the chat ask, is Mordecai worth that much? Listen, I'm not saying the guy was playing well. I'm saying when they went, to uh, the backup, the offense was complete. Like, yeah. you know, watching that, and I watched that game, like once the backup came in, it was like this team cannot drive the field on Iowa's defense. Like they are not, they need some like fluke something to happen because they're not going to be able to go up and down the field. Uh, and they didn't. And so now, I don't know. Um, yeah, it, 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 I, it, I'm, you want to say overvalued? I don't even love Mordecai, but their offense is pretty brutal without them. Uh, it wasn't even that great with them. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, Wisconsin could be in a world of hurt. Yeah, I think Illinois wins outright. It wasn't just, you know, the, the old BP tout service giving out that Illinois early. Uh, that was not only the Mordecai stuff not being properly priced in, but, you know, Bielema has an ax to grind with Wisconsin. He kind of showed that last year when he went up to Madison and crushed them. So, um, and obviously they're playing with renewed confidence because that was a, one of the biggest upsets of obviously the the weekend Illinois winning outright as a 13 and a half point underdog against Maryland in that one. Uh, so th there was a multitude of reasons there. Uh, one big upset we didn't get into, and then we'll talk, start talking this week's games. What happened on Friday night? Uh, <laughs> and, and it was one of our best bets uh, that looked dead in the water. I went to bed. Uh, <laughs> you yeah. stayed up for it. It looks I like I'm a, I'm a late Ryan. I saw once it started happening, like, Oh baby. Cause, uh, let's just say the trolls were piling on in that first half. And I had, I said, Oh baby, this time, this is going to be uh, some great content if they make this comeback. So, uh, now, did you yeah. play any Stanford in game? Cause it, what I'm seeing, it was as high as 70 to one on the money no, line i didn't because old joey k as he said on the show listen folks this isn't just a content show where uh <laughs> you know we talk about it and you know play maybe, maybe put free plays when i said i was doubling down on stanford before the game i doubled down on stanford before the game so uh yeah i was already uh in for a lot pregame uh and that was that was looking pretty ugly in the first half i can't believe they came all the way back i know yeah when it started you know coming i was like all right you know if they can get within the number uh, maybe Colorado drags it out to get get it to OT uh, and then win outright. 
Um, a lot of good stuff there, uh, especially your Colorado regular season win total unders. Um, obviously, our are still best alive. There. So yeah, that um, really enjoyed that comeback. Yeah, Colorado will not be favored in any of their remaining five games, especially with Arizona dominating. I, I think a lot of people in the nation overlooked that one. Arizona beating Washington State 44 to 6 as a touchdown plus underdog. Woo! Now it's two weeks. And you know, two the prior two weeks almost be probably should have beaten US, USC on the road. Yep. And given went Washington a game, a legit game lost by seven. Arizona's a, a really damn good team down the stretch here. Uh They'll be in a bowl game for the first time in a while. So Jed Fish doing a really good job there. Tailgate tent. Got some great Kanish texts when Stanford was down. Like, <laughs> he was telling me he was going to have to move to Detroit. Joey K was in a bad place during that first half. Uh, I, I won't lie about it. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was, the, that was the boost I needed, uh, that second half comeback. Um, you want to hit what is – and I, we, I, I keep oh. giving him credence every week on the show. Is North Carolina like – I mean, they look – Tez Walker's back. He looks on stuff. They've got the defense correct. I mean, that game wasn't even as close as, uh, you know, I think the final score indicated. So, I I can't believe a team with Mac Brown and Gene Chizik is, uh, you know, really live in the ACC. But, I mean, they could – you know, they could make the playoff. Uh, I mean, if they nah. win the, went out and beat Florida State, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What's uh, – let me see the – the remaining schedule here, but uh, they got to go to Clemson. Uh, uh, they no, get, right, they do right, get Duke right, at right. home. They're at NC State rivalry game. You're you the old Kanish. I mean, they'll probably with you saying that they'll lose a freaking Virginia this week I as a 24 point favorite. Some, uh, yeah, I mean, should I play some North Carolina uh, the national championship futures to make no. sure this goes? I got a UNC regular season win ticket under that. Uh, I might as well put in the fire. So uh, yeah, I mean, the game at Clemson is like. Virginia, Georgia Tech, Campbell, Duke, that Clemson, and then NC State. Who like? I don't know. In every game, I think it's a one game, uh, one game schedule here. Yeah, I mean they'll be up against against Florida State in the ACC championship game, but doing a good job to say the least. Uh, a lot more legit than last year. I think last year's team started nine and zero, and then they, I mean it was a very phony nine and zero. They won For like sure. five or six close this games. This isn't phony that. though. This is real. No, deal. no, no, no. This isn't the phony this year. Uh, let's get to the chat. They've waited long enough here. And, and guys, make sure you're hitting that subscribe button if you want to comment in the chat. If you're listening live and can't comment, Zach told me, he said, hey, the only people that can comment in the chat are subscribed to the channel. So there you go. If you're wondering well, what's up with that. So make sure you're hitting that like button and make sure you're subscribed. Speaking of who's subscribed, Patrick Burns, a winning week in the chat. The Hit the Books train is back on track, ready to roll. Yep, we hated the portfolio. Look what happened. Did a good, good job there. Uh, YouTube user in the chat, Toledo, Miami, Ohio. Are you guys part of the move on Toledo? Third road game in a row for Toledo. I like the Red Hawks this week. I do too. I'm waiting. Three is what I need. Uh, just I'll probably get to the win. If it never gets to three, I'm still going to bet Miami, Ohio. I'm just waiting for it to pop. We're, we're close. We're, we're getting there. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, tell you what, Toledo, another was at six straight, uh, failed to cover games uh, as a favorite. I, I think they failed to cover this week. They lose outright. Uh, I like Miami, Ohio. A team that's covered uh, six in a row. We, yeah, we're aligned on this one, and we're both targeting the you know the same. So um, I don't know if it'll get there, um, but I, I'm totally with you. I there is just, I mean, you saw it against Ball State. I I don't, I don't think this Toledo team is, and it's a team that you know we they'll probably still win the division because uh, yeah. you know they got the you know. But um, yeah, this is one I would love a three, 
But either way, uh, Miami, Ohio is going to be the play here at some point. That's one uh, guys will revisit on the Friday show and see that very well could be a best bet on the Friday show. But again, numbers do matter. Let's see if we can get a three uh, this week. Birdie man in the chat, Georgia state plus three against ULL. Yeah. ULL got some money today. My power ratings lean that way, but I, I will say ULL off the buy this freshman quarterback's been playing really well for him. That Chris kid. Uh, did you play this one? No, I didn't. I didn't get involved. I agree. I, you know what? I wasn't big on, uh, you know, I haven't really been a ULL buyer. Uh, I don't think I've been involved in their games much this year, but they have played and Georgia state's defense there. Uh, you know, I, I played some of them versus Marshall over the weekend, but I like that spot a lot better and the matchup a lot better than I do this one. Um, at three, it's kind of just where where I thought if you got in on some ULL real early at open and that under three, I thought was the right side. Um, but I didn't get involved. And now that it's past three, I think it's it's kind of fair. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm not involved yet. Uh, three and a half, though, I would bet Georgia State. Drunk driver H3 in the chat. Thoughts on Charlotte at ECU. Biff and the Niners got blank last week. I was a box score was pretty close. The yards were even uh, turnovers did him in. I think Charlotte was minus three in that one. Uh, oof, I didn't bet it. Money early money is again on Charlotte here. Ooh, I, I don't know. I thought East Carolina defensively was pretty decent against SMU. I bet SMU last week pretty big and I was impressed with DCU's defense for the first three quarters of that game until SMU pulled away. Uh, did you bet this one at all? I think seven is a pretty fair number. Yeah, no, I I mean, Charlotte's offense is just really hard. And it's an ECU defense that I think is actually uh, is all right, when especially going against uh, an opponent like this where I think the matchup. But I, I know Charlotte took some money. It's one of those games I get if people, you know, over a touchdown, they just took the points. Um, I, I see it there. Yeah, so if the uh, if this if this cross through, then I'm, I might have some interest there on East Carolina. So um it's kind of one I'm just going to wait on. Uh, I didn't get involved in any of the early action, and I wouldn't play it now. Six and a half, definitely. I, I think there's one or two out there. That would be a lean on East Carolina for me. Uh, Charles in the chat, we need to have an hit the books best bet on the over for the Iowa game. In seriousness, what's the record for the sub-35 point Iowa totals past three years? I don't know. It's I mean, hell, we saw one go under last week. Uh, I will. With that being said, Circa flashed to 31, and I took over. <laughs> just 31 are you kidding me i mean watch it go under it'd be 10 to 7 uh I, I don't know minnesota's offense is ridiculously bad a lot of money did come in on minnesota today i kind of agree with that but i i did I really, yeah i was gonna say that's one of the the earlier week bets that i've been part of was uh some minnesota i i still still think four and a half is okay there i know sport trade trading a five and a half four and a half uh and listen there's a guy who's been burned by iowa more than once this year last week uh but i'm not stopping baby um I just, it's extremely different when you're having to win by margin in these games um, than, you know, getting the play. Iowa, and I get it. There were, And there was a ton of uh, game day money, sharp money that came in on Iowa during the game. I mean, there was even some sevens that flashed to get the Wisconsin game. And that was the right side, even with Mordecai being hurt. Um, but that said, different position this week, laying it. Um, Again, I, I, Minnesota's a, a bit of a, a tough sell, but um, I, I just I can't get to. I thought this game right around three would have been so uh, at at over four. Best bet at four and a half. If you if you if you're on board with it, I think four and a half is good. I, I think it's still keeps yeah, going. I'm good. I, I, don't I regret it. Iowa buyer until around three. I regretted not being a part of the I uh, the Minnesota steam earlier. All right, Minnesota plus four and a half. 
only caveat I would have is uh, Ference has owned P.J. Fleck. I don't think P.J. Fleck's beaten Ference over. So that would be my only worry there. Get the oar out, baby. It's time to row. <laughs> there you go. I, I do like it. Uh, sneaky. I think I was on an eight straight week. Minnesota's off a bye. Those uh, profited last week, those spots there. Uh, as we get later in the season, I like that. Uh, Nicholas in the chat, thoughts on Oklahoma State plus three and a half at West Virginia? I would lean that way. A little bit of money on West Virginia, uh, but I don't know how you rebound from that. Oof. And that's one where I'm not sure Neil Brown recovers from the, the Hail Mary at the – I know my bankroll took a hit. I got greedy and went for the the middle on that game uh, and had it. And, oof. Uh, Oklahoma State, we mentioned this last week. Gundy did something off the bye because this know. offense – it's completely well, different. In season offensive turnaround I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. I mean, I got to give him credit. I'm not a Mike Gundy guy, but this is a team that they scored seven points against South Alabama at home, and now they're you know beating uh, both Kansas schools back to back, putting up thirty and forty. Yeah, what's the to- Zach? Can you bring this up on? This might be a sneaky over. What's the total on this game? I haven't really dived into totals yet. Fifteen and a half. I'll, I'll look. That's one we're going to revisit on Friday. That might be a sneaky over for me because I, I, I obviously I'm not sure that Oklahoma State's offensive improvements are getting totally priced in accordingly. They're legit. I mean, offensively, night and day, like you mentioned. I mean, they couldn't do anything the first part of this season. Now it just looks like the typical Oklahoma State offense. Uh, we'll revisit that one. I lean Oklahoma State right now over right now. I got to dive in deeper. Uh Gets in the bet uh, in the chat. Uh, Middle Tennessee plus 14 and a half. Also, who do you guys like in the Oregon game this week? Uh, I bet Liberty early. Uh, when my numbers leaned Liberty, I thought the market would move that way because uh, yeah, I've been much lower. On too, uh, where yeah. now you're, you're starting to see the, the buyers at 14 and a half weren't really there. And it's here, there's some spots in 15. So that, if you're. Wait. That's one of those key indicators where if, if you don't have the buyers at 14 and a half and 15, um, and again, this can change about the bill. That usually means it's going to trend up uh, towards 17 uh, as opposed to go back. So that's one. If you like middle Tennessee, um, I think you, you wait on it a bit. Yeah. Liberty's been taking money, even game day money. Uh, yep. Uh, wait. Good uh, advice there. As always from Kanish. He's Joey Kanish. I'm Brad Powers. Zach Phillips. Producer extraordinaire. You're watching Hit the Books. RW or fan. I, didn't have, I mean, this is a Wazoo team. I was back in early uh for for you know what a lot of the uh a lot of it, but whoo, I mean, they got totally outplayed versus UCLA, uh, and then absolutely pam blasted versus Arizona. So I don't know. I don't I'm not <laughs> I mean 20 is a big number, but um I I I haven't I, don't, I didn't no, I, I didn't I didn't take part i took the over i think oregon would really push some tempo i think washington state will rebound a little bit offensively but they look like i mean i would say out of gas but they just had a buy prior to i don't know what we talked about the buy for gundy working out the buy went wrong for washington state they were off the buy against ucla ever since then the 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 offense disappeared i don't know what arbuckle was doing on the buy at 27 maybe he's partying a little too much in pullman uh but the offense I mean, didn't do anything against UCLA and didn't do anything against Arizona. But, yeah, I I would agree with the Oregon money. I tried to bet it. I hit bet uh, uh, on the opener circus. Somebody got me, and it already moved. So uh, that's the only way I could bet there. 
RW fan in, in the chat, please discuss Stanford and UCLA. Uh, UCLA has gotten the money here. Did you bet this one? I haven't yet. No, I haven't. And I, I couldn't get to the number now. With that said, um, I mean, in the first half, like, you just saw the lack of team speed on Stanford. And that was versus a Colorado team who, you know, is, is basically yeah. one portal year into it where you're like, oh, my God, they, they, like this defense can't catch up on anybody. And I know Dante Moore has not been playing very well at all in UCLA's offense, but if there was ever a get-right defense to face, it would be this Stanford team. Um, and, I, listen, I, I, think, I think Colorado kind of, you know, Packed it in at halftime, thought it was over, got a little ahead of themselves. Stanford's wide receiver had kind of like this out of body experience second half game. Listen, we'll, we'll take it last week. I'm very happy it happened. I'm not going back to the well with Stanford uh, this week. If anything, I'd lean UCLA. Can I ask you a question? Do you think Dante Moore right now is the best quarterback on UCLA's roster? I tell you what. I, and you know what? And I know he had, we've discussed him a lot. Like he came in, he looked, but. It's been really rough for a couple of games in a row. Um, he also doesn't give them any element of of really athleticism in the, you know, that like you can't run a lot of RPOs or design runs or which is like a major thing of, of Chip's offense that I think it's missing. And I, I just saw him. I don't know if he's banged up or that, but like even when I saw him, you know, chasing through one pick, he's chasing back. I was like, he doesn't look athletic at all. I don't know if he's out of shape or banged up or what it is or, or just not a guy who's, you know, a twitchy athlete, but I, I just think it takes away from their offense quite a bit. So I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like they can't make the move now, but. Are they playing I, him? Cause there was a transfer rumors in the fall. That, that was what I, I mean, that's I like, I mean, he's a guy in the recruiting process was, was going to the school who was giving him the best chance to play. So I feel like they've, they've kind of, you know, made their bed and you got to roll with the mistakes for the end of the year. But this is not going to be the last game UCLA loses uh, if, <laughs> no. if he doesn't, you know, play get the level of play up. Yep. Uh, let's keep it going in the chat. Uh, Austin. Uh, hey, guys, a couple questions. Brad, I have an Ole Miss minus four and a half. Should I cash out and grab an Auburn plus seven? Uh, secondly, Joey K, are we on uh... Kent State again this week? <laughs> uh, do not cash out. You got closing line value. Just roll with it. You got a good bet. Yeah, I don't you know. got a couple points. Don't cash out. Auburn don't do sucks. I tell yeah. you, like, <laughs> they're all, I mean, they're just, and I, again, old man, not that I'm saying Ole Miss, but they are a lot healthier than they were, especially on offense earlier in the year. Um, and I don't think this, this Auburn offense can, can keep up, um, especially against an Ole Miss defense that I think against the run there, it, it's all, it's all right. Not a fantastic defense, but it's a lot better than in years past. Um, I, I listen at under a TD here. I kind of, I can lead Ole Miss. I haven't actually fired yet, but. I am close. I'll say that. Um, Kent State, somebody take the button clicker away from me. I tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what. I don't know. I can't. I tell you. I'm not bad. This I. I feel like almost obligated to bet it because you feel like hey, if you don't bet it this week, it's going to be the week they cover. I actually, I joined. I like jumped in on some more live uh, to to make it not a complete bridge jumper uh, versus Eastern, but. I, I still, honestly, I think this is a little, like, I, I wouldn't need a 10 here if I'm getting behind Ken at Buffalo, so. How about that? Uh, they open up the game with an onside kick, return for a touchdown. <laughs> oh, my God. That was some. That's Ken uh, State. It was like football. 120 yards to zero, and they're losing 7-0. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that was, uh, that is, that is the Kent State season in, uh, in a yeah. nutshell. Robert in the chat. Oof. 
Uh, thinking about teasing Bama down to two and a half with the Chargers tonight. No, don't don't tease college football. If you want to tease the Chargers tonight, I'm sure there's probably four or five games you can tease the NFL next weekend. Are you teasing Bama down to two and a half? No, there was a time which I have made this joke uh, about a hundred times, uh, where maybe uh, you know certain books you could have done that and they had some value. But no, that, and I spent listen. One teasers are mostly toast everywhere uh yeah. in nfl and college based on the pricing two yeah, that's not the kind like the games where we would you know used to used to target in college football would be the the iowa wisconsin you know like yeah. the totals 31 and you can tease you know two up to eight um or air force versus you know wyoming Some, something along those lines not a not a bama tennessee game uh where the totals up there but yeah, although hey what I don't really like it. Tennessee, if they can't run the ball, which I don't know if they're going to be do against Alabama, I know they got the cover for saying them. Um, I'm not seeing it this weekend. Yeah, I think Alabama wins, but I mean, that kind of says you should tease them, but I, I don't tease college. Even if the uh, think about teasing that, you know, Wisconsin, Oh, we, we liked Wisconsin last week. We even minus the points, yeah, uh, low total. Oh, they lose the freaking game out. Right. There's just way too much variance in college football to be teasing. And speaking of teasers toast, uh, got any comments? There's, uh, you know, any, anything sports gambling, uh, Twitter wise with the teasers being toast. Anybody? I mean, I listen, I don't, uh, I, I, I know there's some stressful situations going on, so I don't want to, you know, pile on too much there. I just, uh, hope it's for, for the best for them. Uh, I don't, I, don't, I know listen, if you're, you can look look at the gambling drama uh, Twitter account if you want to catch up on that. If you're in the chat, I saw some people asking. So, uh, but no, I don't. I don't. You know, know that crowd uh, particularly that well. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a tough business. It is. Uh, Nicholas in the chat thoughts on UCF plus 19 and a half against Oklahoma. I'm out there. I'm off. The, you, I know Plumlee's back and stuff. I mean, they'll probably play the game of their life this week, but I'm out there. Uh, I was there for a couple weeks. The Baylor game, the the Kansas game, I I I washed my hands with UCF at that point. What say you? Yeah, I haven't gotten involved either. Um, yeah, I think it goes up. Gone. Almost covered every game. I, I could see it going up from this number. I mean, it's in that dead spot. What what say you? I laid seventeen on the open. Yeah, I think that that would have been the way. I I, I would need getting closer to twenty one here for uh, for to you know to actually get interested in this one. Rocco D in the chat. We're back again with another play of the week. Eastern Michigan winner, Kent State winner, Ball State winner. And this week, Mac Mafia play of the week. Akron plus seven and a half. As any thoughts, uh, thanks as always for the best pod going. Uh, I'm not there. Although Akron played a little bit better last week. Uh, BG looked pretty good against Buffalo. Uh, I don't know. You never know. I mean, BG this year's a box of chocolates. This would be the week that they have a bad performance. I've been following them. It's a good, great data point, bad data point, great data point, bad data point. So uh, did you bet this one yet? I didn't. No, I mean, if you look at the down, and I know they kind of played close with uh, Central. I mean, if you look at the downgrade from Irons to to what they've put out at quarterback since. It's been bad. It, you could argue it's uh, the biggest downgrade in the country, QB. To, I mean, it's going to guys who – have not been able to like, you know, well, throw for a hundred yards. So who was maybe the best quarterback uh, in the Mac outside of Rourke or was actually playing better than Rourke this season. Um, 
to now what they have at, at this moment, I just I can't get behind it, Rocco. I know I know you've been I you know you've been hot in the Mac, but I, I can't get there on Akron. Um, I, I just they can't move the football since since Irons went down. So that's that's it's it's, it's a pass for me. Speaking of Rocco, smash the like button if your Miami national title tickets are officially up in flames. Yep, they are going. Well, you can call that one. Uh, yeah, uh, if anybody's interested at a dis- at a at a healthy discount, my DMs are open. Uh, what are you hearing? Speaking of Miami, uh, news broke today about Van Dyke. What are you hearing in there? Uh, questionable. Can he go? Is he out? What'd you do? I, you know what? I saw the news. Uh, obviously it took a little bit of steam. I don't have, uh, a good, I mean, this is one, if he's out, I think it'll keep moving, but I don't have, um, a lot of certainty at this point yet in, in his availability. Am I crazy for kind of liking Miami in the game if he can go? If he can go, yeah, I was going to say, the Kanishi Moles are uh, wink, wink, working on it. But, um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think if he goes, I think well, Miami I, I don't, it, And then it's like, if yeah. he does go, how yeah. healthy is Under. he? You know what I'm saying? So, I'm not, I, I, that's one that, um, yeah, if you got if you got ahead of the move there on Clemson, you know, but I'm not sure where it's heading. John in the chat, glad y'all had a big week. Arkansas minus six and a half, Air Force minus ten and a half. It seems like Mississippi State is banged up big time. I haven't gotten an injury report yet on that one. Uh, while banged up coming off the bye. Oof. Uh, you would think Arkansas would be banged up. Uh, Rocket Sanders isn't playing. Arkansas has lost, what, five in a row, five tough games in a row. This is their eighth straight week. Mississippi State's off a bye. I bet Mississippi State, I'm going to have to check the, uh, the injury report. Uh, if uh, maybe I got a loser there, did you do anything that one or with the Air Force? I, I didn't bet the Air. The, I wanted to take Air Force, but I can't lay double digits in a service academy game with a low total. Yeah, no, I, I didn't get there either um, on the Air Force one. Well, to be honest with you, and I, I would lean Mississippi State at seven. Uh, and I know although some of the, they've got some injuries going on there, but I mean this Arkansas, this Arkansas is a sad. I know though the final score looked a lot better than the game played out. Um, I hate what Dan Enos has done with them on offense. Obviously, oh they've God, got some terrible. guys beat up too. Um, listen, I'm just – I'm not – I didn't I didn't get there yet, but if, if I'm close on Mississippi State at a touchdown or better. SG3 in the chat. Kansas State minus seven. Very impressive last week. TCU overhyped off a win against mediocre BYU. This is a game I hadn't touched yet. Uh, Kansas State uh, – final score looks good. We took Kansas State. We had a yeah. best bet. That was one a good best bet winner. Avery Johnson took over. Quarterback run game looked good. Five rushing touchdowns for the freshman. Uh, I'm not as wild about Kansas State this week. Uh, are you? No, because Don't lay seven. I mean, I'll say that when you can lay six. That was um, you know Texas and or Texas Tech's quarterback going down, and they were on the third stringer there, which um, helped us quite a bit. Will Howard just and as you said, Will Howard. Obviously banged up, um, not playing was. I know Johnson was able to to run for a lot of it, but I, I think that's kind of a a nice thing to go to mid game where a team hasn't prepared for like the quarterback run. You're thinking yeah. it's going to be Will Howard. You switch game plans mid game. Very tough for the the defense to adjust to it as it's happening for a lot of coordinators. If when you know it's coming more so, and I'm not, and also TCU's. Uh, I was I would I was wrong. Like the looper comes in and he you know he looks like uh, he, he threw it all over the park. So I don't know if the Chandler Morris downgrade is uh, 
is that significant? So, um, yeah, I, I, I can't get to, to seven here, to be honest with you. So, uh, no, I know your right. boy, Mr. Muscles, was on some TCU plus seven. Uh, that'd probably be the, the way I'd lean. There you go. Uh, Ronald in the chat. I didn't look at that. Uh, hey, how's his new thing working? Is it working well? I've only checked it a few times. I mean, I ever, ever since he, uh, you know, went to the, the site thing, uh, tough to follow. I haven't really, I don't know. I haven't bought any dog treats either. Sadly. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I'm glad I asked that. That yeah. was worth the price of admission right there. Ronald in the chat. Do we still back Temple plus 19 after that performance at North Texas? Well, I mean, the quarterback. I mean, that yeah, was a late. Yeah. Oh, my they, God. Yeah, as it terrible. turned out, uh, most of the offense decided not to play her. They were bang. I mean, listen, I think Temple basically went into that one and said, we got, and I'm not going to say they like not to give it up, but they basically rested every guy that was on the, the, on the fence there um, for a game that I didn't, I think that was kinda, a winnable game. I, I'm surprised, but it, like they had a couple receivers. I mean, they were starting like yeah, the offense know. was down a lot of guys. Uh, start like a lot more, not just Warner, like a lot more guys than um, you know starters that like pregame it came out that they they just weren't playing. And the it, same type of thing there, where a team prepares for uh, you know Warner to throw it in the first half. Some of that running they were doing running quarterback. Second half they didn't score a point. So no. um, we'll yeah, it, it depends. But I will say, if Warner's back, you can probably talk me into some 20. But that's one we got to wait oh, on. It's yeah. probably a Friday show. Yeah, we'll see. Injury report that one. That was a ooh, that was a surprising one on game day. My mm-hmm. goodness. That, nobody I know had that. Like, and then the market didn't have it either. Like, nobody nope. had that Warner news uh, before, nope. before it popped. Nope. Not before, about an hour before the game is when that popped. Uh, Ethan in the chat, uh, Miami, Ohio. Yep, we talked this one, home dog to Toledo. That That's a very possibility of being a best bet on the Friday show. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, also for me, that thoughts on Missouri, my six and a half at home against South Carolina. Is that still six and a half? I thought it blew through seven. I thought so, too. I thought there was some uh, little back and forth there in that one. Uh, let's see. I don't yeah, it's seven and a half now. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had yeah. seven and a half. I would lean South Carolina. I mean, they played the most difficult schedule in the country. I know two and four, but uh, desperate back against the wall. Seven and a half for me. I, I, I'd i be on the dog there. I would kind of lean that way as well now. Ronald in the chat. Yep, this seems to be popular. Does the Toledo Jason Candle ATM stop this week? We think so. Uh, again, we'll talk this game on Friday. Uh, we like Miami, Ohio. Uh, very good. Very good possibility. Miami, Ohio, even Moneyline might be a best bet. Uh, thoughts on USF over 54. Their games have been flying over since the Bama game. The under took a little bit of money. Under uh, did take money today. I did. Did you check the weather on this one? Uh, I got to check the weather. I kind of like over as well, but I it's early in the week. These people are betting these totals like they know everything. I've never seen that. In I know. I got, <laughs> I got this is one. Uh, We'll revisit on Friday on that. If you especially remind us in there, because this is one that took money today, and I thought could be a little uh, potential Head weather. In that. Or, and again, too early in the week to really, you know, we, we always say that. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if th- this kind of trades back and forth depending on the weather report. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree with that one. Uh, we will revisit that one. I because I I do kind of like the over there. Uh, UT, speaking of overs, I, I do kind of like the over in this one too. UTSA, FAU over. 
I did bet that. Uh, it's uh, up there a little bit now compared to what it was. Uh, and I didn't even get the best number. I wasn't alone there. You know, Florida Atlantic's offense improved. UTSA, you know, you got two, three games without, uh, you know, Harris at quarterback. So that, that that's giving you some value there. Did you bet this one? No, but I, I listen. I'm uh I'm good to jump in on it if you if you like. I mean, there's some yeah, 57, 57 and a half out there. Uh, I think nothing worse yeah, than fifty nine is a pretty key number in, in totals market. Uh, weather, yeah, well, I mean, I'm just not there in the the weather. I hate betting overs early in the week without you know looking at weather. But uh, I'm okay. I mean, a fifty eight and a half, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm, I, I like it too. I think uh, the FAU totals kind of got like depressed for a week now. This is getting back up there. Um, but UTSA as well, their defense is not what it was. Um, like a year for for years, it was uh, you know pretty formidable, and it has not been this year. So I think you could see as long as as you're saying there, um, the weather's okay. Then this one should uh, I think will be a good position there at 57. 50 or Do you want to go now or you want to wait till Friday? Let's let's fire it in there because I don't. I mean, right, over best bet for those of you waiting. Uh, there we go. There's the second one of the day. Best bet over. Love it. Uh, I bet it. There we go. Over in that one. I, I do like that one quite a bit. Uh, give me some BC money line at Georgia Tech by Ronald in the chat. I'm not there. In fact, I, this BC money train that comes in, I, I I'm not all the way in on that stuff. I'm just not. You change one play in the Army game, they lose. Uh, yeah, and the Georgia Tech uh, new defensive coordinator looked a lot better uh, under the first uh, room. Now they've had uh, you know another week to test that. So I, I'm yeah, I'm not there on BC either. To be honest with you, um, I might actually. Uh, We're uh, Friday show. Georgia Tech might be on the card. To be yeah, honest. I agree. I kind of lean the other way in that one. Right. Um, because I, I think the uh, the offense will be okay. Now, if, if the defense is going to be best, especially against the Boston College team that's pretty limited offensively, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of leaning that way as well. Yeah, Circa Flash to four. I laid that today at Georgia Tech. So that one we'll revisit. BC's been getting late-week money in the market. Virginia, late-week money in that one. Uh, the, the Army game blew through three. Uh, yeah, we, we'll probably have Georgia Tech on Friday's show. Pressman in the chat condition needs to sing us a little gridiron heroes. You got your singing voice? I don't I don't know if I know the lyrics to gridiron heroes. I gotta tell you what. I give me a Crestman, give me no Friday. Uh I got I gotta listen to it on YouTube or something to uh get the lyrics up. Uh so yeah, give me give me a day. If you want a Rocky Top or something, if Tennessee covers, they can do that. But uh or you know, West Virginia, but I gotta I gotta get the gridiron heroes uh song ready. Mickey in the chat is Nick still alive in your opinion for the Heisman? Uh yeah, certainly. Uh depends on the price. What, what what's I haven't looked at what he's trading at now. I bet him preseason. Uh I mean he, they I, they'd obviously have to win out, um, which is possible. Doable. They get SC at home, they get Oregon State at home. Yeah, they got uh, a couple of key games. Uh and both yeah, both those at home, like you said. So I mean, I don't hate it as a buy low now, uh, depending on, yeah, as you said, depending on what price you can find them at, uh, which I didn't look at Heisman too in depth today, but I would still say, you know, it's, it's, he needs a lot of people in front of him to go down. Um, I see some 30 to one out there. Uh, 
you just need a lot of people to lose. Like, you're going to need Gabriel to lose. You're going to need MacArthur to lose. You need Penix to lose. You need Drake May to lose. Um, so even if he plays well and they, you know, run out, uh, win, win out, um, you, you need some other things to happen. Charles in the chat, Nebraska Northwestern or anything? I have not bet the game. Uh, Northwestern took a little bit of money today. Were you part of that? I, d- I do kind of lean Northwestern in this one. I didn't actually get involved yet, um, but that would be the the side I'd be be looking towards here. Nebraska, uh, another team that I can't get towards uh, laying laying any type of margin, uh, to, to be honest with you. Um, and you know what? Northwestern, give them credit. Uh, actually, they're off a... I'm a, I, th- I think I'm gonna fire on uh, Northwestern in this one. I, I didn't. I'm not gonna get the best of it here. Um, this is one I was was looking towards, but now that we're uh, yeah, Fanduel right the there, twelve and a half. Yeah, I'm I'm in at that. If you if you're uh, if you co-sign it, because um, I I think North Northwestern's been been relatively, especially against like yeah, they went up to Penn State um, and got bled, but I'm I'm a little bit higher on Northwestern. And I think they should have their quarterback back. Uh, I know he didn't play a game against Howard. They got the bye week. So yeah, 12, 12 is a fair number. Yeah. I, I like I'm that. not against it. I'm not laying points with Nebraska's offense. I'll tell you that much. No, that's why I, I can't get to it either with, uh, if that. So yeah, I'm all right. Best bet. There's, there's number three, best bet Northwestern. Is, plus 12. Speak. Yep. Uh, Mike in the chat. <laughs> Yeah, he's trolling, which he deserves because I've not bet Dylan Gabriel. Is Dylan Gabriel the best Hawaiian quarterback since Colt Brennan? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, good job, Mike. I deserve that. Uh, McCarthy going to win the Heisman by Connor? No, but I'd like to see him in New York. Uh, and uh, there's possibly, possibly. He's got to win out. He's got to have a big game versus Ohio State, and he needs a couple of the other guys to lose games. Um, so, like, he did that him last does- week. Yeah, I was gonna say, it, it, like, he's that the problem is, you're if you're gonna put up his stats and then you know Michael Penix, it's gonna be like uh, one guy five thousand yards, fifty touchdowns; the other guy twenty five hundred yards, fifteen touchdowns. So, um, but he's, I mean, he's playing excellent in the the time he's been out there. So, yeah, you need a few things to happen, but he's got a shot. You know what, McCarthy, Joey Kanish, and Michigan fans would prefer a national championship instead of a uh, I would, I, I would strongly agree. I got number one right now. My power ranks number one, Michigan. Best team in the country. Oh, baby. Drake May plus 550, number one pick 2024 might have some value. Uh, I do like Drake May at the next level more than Caleb Williams. There's a hot take for you. I I don't like the playground ball from Caleb. Uh, I don't think he's as good as Patrick Mahomes throwing the football. What say you? You know, the prop. I'm not going to talk. I just, I find it hard to believe with William's skill set that somebody still wouldn't um, go. Oh, he's going number one. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think you're, you're, you're going to talk yourself into it and he, he's got some bad habits and that, and some of the, the offense that's going on, but he just can do stuff um, that, that none of the other guys really can. So um, do you love him at the next level? I think he's going to be a bust. There's a hot take. Oh, bust. All right. I mean, I, I agree. Needs to. He's got some stuff he needs to iron out. But um, I'd still. I. I mean, I'd still take him number one of 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 the. I'm not going to let the you know a game versus uh, you know Notre Dame on the road dissuade me uh, from from taking him number one. I still think he's the the best talent. 
Tailgate tent. Love tailgate. Uh, Daniels beats Bama and Ole Miss. Takes, and Ole Miss takes a loss, and he's cooking with gas in the SEC championship game. That's one that yeah. – and I saw Mr. Connolly, which, again, it's not like a, a, a poll or anything. He just did his Heisman rankings. He had Daniels number two. And if yeah. you – like, if they run the table – they got to run it. They got to beat Bama. They probably got to beat Georgia in the SEC championship game, which I don't know if they can do because the defense is terrible. But he's putting up the numbers that uh, – and, you know, the team on his back that that nobody else is. I don't – what's Daniels uh, – eh, You didn't bat him preseason? I did. Preseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say for the people out there, if you were looking to add a position – I would need a little bit more of an attractive price because, because I mean, what's your, your money line parlay of them beating, you know, Bama and Georgia. So, cause yeah, I think you need both to, to for him to win what, the award. Did you do anything with Georgia's power rain with Bowers out the, maybe the regular season? I mean, I think he's been so critical to a lot of their performances here. I think he's one of those guys that, you know, I, I agree. I think he's worth, you know, a point, point and a half there. Yeah, um, I downgraded him a point, a tight end worth a point. Yeah, I think, and that's probably being conservative. Dave had to rely. I mean, they had to rely on him to to close some games out there. So, um, and and I mean, he was absolutely crushing it the last few weeks. So, yeah, I think he's. It could all be shaping up for Big Blue Baby. (laughs) I I agree with you. I if I had to bet one team to win it all right now, it'd be Michigan. Uh, Old Dominion plus six and a half. We'll get to a few more here as we close it out. Connor in the chat. Old Dominion plus six and a half. They're going to run all over App State. I like the over more than anything there, but I, I certainly lean Old Dominion. Yeah, that would be the only side I'd play it uh, at the night. I agree. It is kind of, I don't know if sad is the right word to see what's happened to App State football, but uh, it's kind of oh, been they're this. horrifically coached. Sean, he's the guy, Sean Clark's way over his head. Yep. It's kind of been this slow descent now. Which it, I yeah. mean, it is kind of a, a feeder school, right? You, you, you know, you're crushing at App State, you get a new job. Um, so, and eventually, when you're one of those schools, you kind of crap out on a hire. And I think they've yep. done it here. So, um, yeah, I, I would be I, – I agree with you on the, the over and uh, the dog. Egg in the chat, this is an interesting question. Do you guys generally try to middle game of the year tickets or let them ride? Have P, uh, Penn State plus 10. I don't know. My game of the year bets usually aren't work. You know, I didn't get much down. It's not like I got 10 grand down on them. So, I, I don't typically try to middle them. Do you? No, the only time are when I really, you know, if I really like the other side, where, you know, if, I, if I'm sitting on a Penn State 10 and then an Ohio State two and a half pops or something like that, or a cheap money line, then yeah, I'll admit it. But I agree with you. It's this, it, you know, usually not able to get enough liquidity down to to middle it, unless I I, I really like the, the number that I'm middling. So yeah, I mean, if my numbers you know, call for it, then yeah, I'm going to bet it, but I'm just not sure. going to middle to middle. I, yep. th- that's just my thought process. Mike in the chat, uh, will Harbaugh let Sparty cross the 50 this week? Oof. What Did you do anything in this game? I I, I took a little under. I, I, I'm i not sure how Michigan State scores. I tend to agree. I will say. Uh, kind of like Sparty? I've been waiting for you to say something like that. You know, I, I kind of agree with the uh, – I, I like the the under as far as a play. This one this is one that got hit down. This one uh, – I was, you know, trying to get what I could down on some of the the soft open numbers on the under. Um, Michigan State <laughs> changed quarterback. We talked about it last week. They yeah. did change quarterback. They looked a lot better. They absolutely gagged the game against Rutgers yeah, uh, away. And like, and if you haven't seen the re- highlights of that one, cue them up. It was like a, like a classic Sparty no, just absolute meltdown. 
they did look better. Um, I I would lean the under and the points. I got to be honest with you. I think this is like, and it's a cliche narrative, yada, yada. This is the only game for the rest of the season that Michigan State uh, is going to, especially after losing, they're not going bowling. Uh, they're not, you know, getting out of this season. They still got to play Ohio State, still got to play Penn State. I think you get, you know, the entire – Mark D'Antonio has probably been sitting in the office since they hired him doing nothing but planning for this game. Yeah, he's not even wearing a headset on the sideline, but he's, he's planning for this game. So, um, yeah, maybe I'm shook from years of D'Antonio covers here, but uh, it would be the yeah, point. 10 straight at one point. Yeah, yeah. Now, granted, uh, this is the best Michigan team in, you know, yeah. I, I don't know, 20 years or since 97. So, a little different uh, ball game than playing Brady Hoke and Rich Rod, but um, – yeah, I, I still think the the points in the unders is the way I'd lean. Not liquid enough right now, but first half, Sparty. I, I, I'm interested in oh. first first half, Sparty. Okay. So I think they'll come out with their hair on fire at least. I don't know if it'll be good enough uh, in the end. Uh, so we'll see. That's uh, at a few books now. Oof. Uh, yeah, that I need that. I need that 14. That, I agree. I need that four, yeah. So. Uh, all right, we'll revisit that one. That might be one to revisit later in the week because I kind of agree, under and dog in that one. Some correlation. Yeah. Let's uh, see. Connor, we haven't hit the, the big one. We haven't hit the big boy for D-Lee. Penn State, Ohio State. I know we've talked no, about it. No, we haven't yet. Uh, we will. I promise in the next 10 minutes we'll get to it before we sign off. I'll get to a few more in the chat. Connor in the chat, Tennessee. This is a big game, plus nine, nine and a half. I don't know. I haven't bet it. Have you? Have you? There was some under money that I didn't get to. Uh, some people got it before me. Did you do anything? No, I haven't. I haven't bet it. Um, but I, I don't. Man, I just don't like what I'm seeing from from Tennessee's offense. Um, and that, that was that was a game, Jim. I, I mean, Texas A&M. I don't know if they're going to cut the check, but it, it's another game that they should have probably won. They didn't. Um, it it's man, it's hard to back Milton here when they're if the run game isn't going, which I don't think it'll be. I mean, they've been they've changed all of their strategy because Milton hasn't been able to hit the explosives to have to be this team that leans on the run, which I don't think works for Bama. Um, now, Milton, uh, you know, we'll see how healthy he was. He was obviously more of a pocket passer uh, in the last game, but I can only lay it with Bama here under 10. I'm, I'm not really I don't think Tennessee has the, the offense this year to keep up. Don't disagree. RW fan 23 in the chat. Lowest total you guys have seen in a game, highest. Well, I mean, the, the 31's pretty low as far as FBS versus FBS. I've seen yeah. some tw- I've seen some 28, 29s, Patriot yeah. League, FCS. Yeah, 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 I was just gonna say I've seen some FCS 28s. Yeah. Uh highest for me that I've seen, I'll give you a couple. I think there was a Oregon Cal game a few was years 80? ago when Sonny Dykes was at Cal that touched one 83. No, 89, 89. Oh my God. I didn't know. I didn't know. It was yeah. 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 Tech uh, Texas tech Baylor, I think got close upper eighties, maybe touched, maybe touched 90 at some point and Presbyterian that one year where they never punted uh, <laughs> yeah. last, two years ago. I think, uh, I think there's some nineties that flashed in their games because their games were averaging 90 some points a game. So those are, that's the highest that I've seen there. Uh, Crestman in the chat. Uh, early on the balls. No, I probably would have taken 10. Somebody got, I pushed the button. Somebody hit, got it before me, but we just broke that one down. Uh, Tyler, do we lean Clemson? Looks like Van Dyke is questionable. Uh, no, I'm, I'm kind of, I want to bet Miami, believe it or not. Uh, I don't like Clemson this year. I, I, I don't like what I'd see from them. So, 
that's one we'll definitely talk Friday show. Let's just get it because I don't see questions about it. Let's talk. Uh, well, I'll jump to it. SG3 down there. Uh, you see Penn State moving to plus six? I don't, to no, be honest with no. you. Not, uh, not any. What do you think of the game? I, I lean dog and under here. Yeah, I mean, we had kind of been – this is another one that uh, is reminiscent of, uh, you know, when we were talking to buy up as many Colorado look-ahead prices as you can. We've been talking Penn State, you know, for a few weeks that uh, to get on the train here. Even at four and a half, um, I'd still lean that way. Um, Ohio State is just bang- – I'll be interested to see – this is one you want to keep up on. They are banged up on offense, and it didn't really matter as yeah. much versus – versus Purdue defense that that didn't have a lot for them. Um, but they got a couple of running backs banged up. Abuka didn't play last game. Um, they were having to, you know, put out, you know, Carnell Tate as a freshman there. Uh, they've got some injuries on the defense too. So they're a little banged up. Um, and, that, man, I, I just think this Penn State defense is, outside of Michigan, I, I think the second best defense uh, in the country. Uh, they're real deal. Now, I mean, we've had questions about Penn State's offense all year. Franklin is, you know, inflating the numbers against these peasants, putting up, you know, 800 point yards and 60 points for UMass in a, in a rainstorm. But um, I, I, again, it would lean dog and under here for me still. That's the only way I, I would need. This is one. The only way I'd get to Ohio State here is similar to uh, how we got to Washington last week, where if it dips through the three and we're looking at a, you know, a cheap money line. Then you might give me some Ohio State. Outside of that, I'm not. I'm not laying anything above three. Derivative markets. I'd be interested in Ohio State team total under uh, later in the week. We'll revisit that one on the Friday show. Uh, does that become I'm just, just a fact? I'm interested in the game plans too. Like this has been Ohio State team that has tried. We're going to establish the run, and we're going to be tough all year. That ain't going to work this week. So I think no, their best ain't. game plan is to throw it 60 times and and deal with the the repercussions of of seeing how if McCord can. McCord can hit some shot plays because it doesn't work. The run game against any real opponent this year has not worked. I, I'm not. I'm not buying McCord yet either. I know he said his stats look okay, but I'm. He's got a legit defense. Last time we saw him legit legit defense, Notre Dame's a dropped interception away from this narrative about McCord being totally different. Totally, uh, they, the whole yeah. season would be different if they yeah, yeah. they didn't lose that. Notre yeah. Dame would still be in the playoff picture, and Ohio yeah. State would be, uh, you know, this game probably be pick. Uh, fellas, should I take the under in a Western Kentucky Jacksonville State game? I, there's going to be some tempo. Uh, I took an early number, but man, tempo is going to be there. Wait, I think the, the over will take money. What say you? Yeah, I don't. Again, you know, the, the efficiency stuff isn't great for especially Jacksonville State, but no, it's not. both teams are, you know, when you're, when you're running, uh, it's one of those games that, you know, you can have like six straight three and outs and there's only been, you know, four minutes off the clock and then you got a couple of explosive plays. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't, I didn't take part in either side, side or total in this one. Um, I'd be honestly a little bit of a Western Kentucky lean, um, but I didn't get there. Yeah. You do not like Rich Rod. I, uh, I don't, I don't like them. I get, yeah. I loved them versus Eastern Michigan when they were playing, yeah. you know, and we were getting, you know, the, but yeah, I don't, I just, they're passing also like, how many? I don't. I hate the quarterback. I guess Boise's making it work, but I hate the way he's managing the quarterbacks this year. Or Mickey in the chat. Year. Yeah, Mickey in the chat. What do you get for Jordan Hare VP three and a half? I'm not at three and a half much at anywhere anymore, to be honest with you. I'm. St- I think on average I'm like two and a half in college, or a little bit lower. Jordan Hare would be three at most, so I'm not there yet. Uh, yeah, just it, even I don't know, man. Like it, it just doesn't. 
there's so many factors that play into it. You could talk for an hour about why it doesn't matter like it used to, but um, yeah, I agree with you. I think it, it just, people talk themselves into too much HFA in a lot of cases. Yeah. I'm, it takes a lot to get to three and a half anymore for me. Just not there. That has completely changed in the last 20 years. Uh, Andario Grayed, hopefully I said that right. Uh, USC going to rebound and beat Utah by two touchdowns. I like USC this week. T- tell me I'm crazy. I'm not going to tell. I really thought, and again, this opened at obviously a better price. You know, it was one of those where, okay, we'll get a nice, you know, discount on USC, and the discount got bought out pretty good here. Um, so – uh, I, I just, I couldn't be, you know, laying the six and a half, seven. Now, if you want to tell me, you know, four, uh, was laying you, then, then I was with it, but it's just such a diametrically like opposed matchup of a team that like lives and breathes physicality versus a team that, man, you're watching that USC defense against Notre Dame. And you're like, this team has no side. Like they're an underside for a power five, like tier, they you know, like, tier, like they just don't have a lot of size. Um, with that said, Utah's offense pretty, pretty rough here, and it looks like I think the Cam Rising ship has sailed for the season. Yeah, I, I don't know if Utah can keep up. I, you would think Caleb would rebound, and the offense would rebound. You would think uh, for SC, we'll see. Uh, I, I am part of the USC money uh, early this week. Uh, best, well, this is a good question. E in the chat, best bets for the midweek games. Do you have anything midweek? Uh, middle, I'll run them down for you. Middle Tennessee, Liberty, Western Kentucky, Jacksonville State, Southern Miss, South Alabama, FIU, Sam Houston, New Mexico State, UTEP, James Madison, Marshall, Rice, Tulsa, SMU, Temple. Anything? Seven, eight games. To what, where is your, I haven't actually gotten too involved in most of the midweek stuff. Um, I bet like every game, but that don't mean nothing. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I, I, at current, um, Man, uh, I, the 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 Wednesday ones are the ones that I'm like on the verge like Sam Houston laying. I know FIU is absolutely brutal, but Sam Houston laying a five. I'm um, almost on New Mexico. I haven't bet that. That's one I haven't bet yet. Or not New Mexico State. New Mexico UTEP. State? I'm almost on UTEP. Okay, okay. Yeah. I will uh, say, as lo- it did look like they at least, uh, I don't know if you call it an upgrade, but the quarterback changed uh, – he, oh, he, he was taking shots down the field. Right, at right. Least. Uh, yeah, plus three. I mean, that I, I don't know if it's best bet material, but because I think there could be more New Mexico State money coming in. The market hates UTEP. Hates UTEP. Uh, I couldn't believe that they got bet to a three and a half point dog against FIU. Uh, that's one that's a buy for me personally. It's a it is a big rivalry in that area. I don't think people realize I've, dro- I've driven through there very close on I ten there. And uh, yeah, UTEP plus three and a half is a best bet for me if you can find it. But I'd wait till game day for that. But that would be my top one. Any, anything for agree or disagree? I don't, I don't got much on the other ones. There's three and a half right now. Pinnacle, the old penny lean. Thinks I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, no, UTEP for me. Oh, uh, they're home dog, big rivalry. I like the. I hope they play the quarterback they played last week because again, they took some shots down the field that I hadn't seen all season. And, and they got bits and pieces. They're horrifically coached. Uh, but, man, they got some some dudes up front on defensive yep. line and stuff. TT uh, <laughs> plus the points in the in the comments. Uh, FCS plays. <laughs> There's no lines up yet. But <laughs> yeah. kind of a little, a little early for that, dude. That, that's uh, funny. Can't even give it to you Friday because they're not up yet. But that's funny. I like that. Uh, any likes on the Tuesday card? Yeah. 
Nah, I'm not really there yet. Uh, on anything really there at current numbers. Uh, Pitt Wake, Brendan in the chat. I took Wake, but I don't know. Pitt, maybe the buy signs on Pitt. I will say Pitt. We took Pitt, one of our winners. Nice winner. I love that we won out right there. Misleading final. Louisville was sloppy. Like you wouldn't believe in that game. So I don't know. Clawson in the post game was pretty fired up. So I think Wake's going to play. I don't know if it'll be good enough, but I think they're going to play well. Yep. Uh, let's close it up with tailgate 10. Wake might be something later in the week uh, that, that we might revisit. I kind of like Wake. I want to see more of his comments. Uh, where, tailgate. Where, oh, what's up? I, where you at on uh, the Washington, Arizona State? Washington, obviously. Uh, Is Penix you know, going to play? He was he was banged up at the end of the like and the last drive you didn't yeah. see it as much, but going a couple drives before that, he was banged up. Um I'm kinda Where are we at? Are we at 28 and a half? That's what I need. Yeah, there's some 28 and a half, 28, 20 and a half out there. I gotta be honest with you. I don't hate it just on the surface. And I think it can only go one way. So I bet Washington, it was kind of, I thought it was a bad number. And then I thought more, I'm thinking, wow, they kind of priced the side in total. Like he's not going to play. Very, very a little bit. savvy uh, analysis there. Yeah. Cause that 23 open, you're like, whoa, that's way. And then, yeah, I mean, I, and I bet the over the, the, the total open like 56 in a Washington game. Are you kidding me? And Arizona state runs tempo. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, man, you know what? He was banged up. Is they're going to sit him out. Uh, I'm okay at 28 and a half. Yeah, me too. I have no inside info on this other than just, you know, reading some tea leaves, but sometimes it works out. Let's go 28 and a half best bet Arizona State. Love it. I just don't, I don't see, like, you know what? If if he does play, it is what it is, but I don't see this one. This is, I don't, this isn't one I saw getting to like 30, 31 or any of that. I think we're kind of at the the top here regardless. Off the biggest win for them in ages. Arizona State's off a bye. They've been playing better prior to the bye. Uh, Could have beaten Colorado, played Cal tough, played USC tough. Yeah, that's the other thing. Is it's not like, I mean, forget was really, he put up a crazy stat line versus uh, Colorado. I think in Washington's defense, I don't know. I, I like it at 28. I, I think it's, um, I don't think he'll sit one HP. I don't think he, if he's good to go, I don't think I'll say, but this is one that I could very much see him checking out earlier. One of those, uh, or, you know, if they, they get any type of three score lead in the second half, um, getting them out of there. That type only of thing. thing I worry, I think Arizona state beat these guys last year. Didn't they? That's like a two touchdown underdog. They beat it for Washington. That would be a worry. Hopefully they're not uh, looking for too much revenge. Four four touchdowns of revenge. Yeah, there. I know. I, Arizona State, <laughs> 28 and a half is fine with me. Uh, tailgate in the chat. Ch- what's Alliance-Michigan preseason parlay pay? 14 to 1. I tell you what. I wish I uh, I wish I was enough of a slappy and Kool-Aid drinker to, to, to have that early. Uh, but maybe I, maybe I might play. I have... The the Lions futures I have were my dad's birthday gift. I got you know I put uh, five hundred on him NFC and Super Bowl. So uh, I might be son of the year come uh, February. Um, but that's all. I, other than that, I just bet a bunch of NFC North, uh, and I didn't. The Michigan Natty prices I couldn't get there before the season, and now no, it's like either. the only we I've talked about this a minute. If they lose to Penn State at Penn State, 
Then we jump yeah. in. Yeah, so I mean, you hope that it comes full, and like then it's like, oh, 20 to 1, 25 to 1 after a loss. I don't know if it'll even get that high, but that would be the, the buy spot. I bet the Michigan win total, uh, Caesars had this up. I, I think I laid like a half game against the Lions. I think I'm going to lose. Michigan's going to go 12 and 0. I might lose. The Lions <laughs> might win 15 games. <laughs> so. I think I, I actually. Uh... I put the only I played some I tailgate tents here. We played some exacta on Michigan. I think uh, exactly eleven or twelve, um, something yeah. like that. I don't even remember the price. I got to look at the pendings, but something like that. I thought that was really sharp by uh, tailgate on those teams at the very top, betting the exacta win totals on like the Georges, uh, the Michigans of the world. That was sharp by him. Uh, RW fan twenty three best bet on UTEP at three and a half. If you can find three and a half, it's a best bet. It's just not widely available, uh, so. Uh, we like widely available for the best bet uh, record here, but yeah, three and a half. I'll, I'll take the heat. I would best bet it at three and a half. Uh, finally, Charles in the chat, best bet on the chargers uh, tonight. I'm not there yet. Even though I'm wearing the hat. Oh, uh, anything, I, I think Cowboys, I, I took the chargers in a teaser. Did the, I forget what our, uh hitman uh had in this one um right, some props he was sending at midnight last night i'm like he's sending props during the show i couldn't believe he sent a prop at midnight your time not my time i was like what's going on he's yeah, taking let's, after yeah well hey listen he had quentin johnson over 32 and a half receiving yard i think there was some question about jo- uh josh palmer being healthy so uh, some of the, the target and stuff disbursement should go elsewhere. So he liked the Quinton Johnson overs um, in that one. If you want, if you want an action uh, on a prop there, I didn't, didn't play anything on the cider total in that one. That's going to do it, man. Uh, I thank you for everybody that tuned in. Uh, it, I really appreciate it. The comments were uh, good. We didn't get, uh, let's recap some best bets. I think we gave out three. Uh, let's recap those before we sign off. Zach, if you get a chance, uh, and then we'll see you guys. I forgot to t- talk to you about this one. What'd you think of the coast of Carolina, uh, pick earlier? You didn't like it. Cause you hate Tim Beck. Oh, did you? I didn't even, I, is that <laughs> yeah, the show? We're six and three. I'm boosting. Yeah, up to hit the oh, baby. Yeah, like, I didn't man. even, I, sorry. I forgot to check the, uh, the, what the, what the release was this morning. No, I like, actually, I like that one. Uh, the Arkansas state, um, I, there, there was I think that, they figured out the quarterback after a couple. Yeah, of games. yeah, no. yeah. That was that was one where it's like, oh, we played two terrible teams. This guy's like the next big thing, and then you know they played a real team, and it was it was all downhill from there. So no, I lean that way. I agree with you. Yeah, that made a ten and a half, and then also you know I liked some things that Coastal did. You know what they did? They were running last year, the last three years, Coastal's offense against App State. Uh, they they were running some different stuff. So hopefully they continue to do that from Tim Beck. But that was the earlier one. Uh, uh, obviously. Can you pull that back up, Zach? I'm getting old. Minnesota plus four and a half. Uh, I like that one with a low total. Northwestern, we took the points there. Another low total. Can't lay that with Nebraska. Over 58 and a half, UTSA, Florida Atlantic. Suppressed scoring for UTSA because of Harris being out a few games. FAU's offense looked apart last week. Coastal, the earlier show. And you heard it. We are fading the Washington Huskies plus 28 and a half. I hate the portfolio, buddy. That's a Awful. shit portfolio. Another, another ugly-looking folio to start this week. So, uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> there you go. That is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Joey Kanish. Producer extraordinaire, Zach Phillips. I'm merely Brad Powers. Guys, 
Make sure for all our show updates, you're following us on Twitter at hit the books HQ and at the hammer HQ on Twitter. That'll do it. We'll see you Friday at 5 PM. Take care.